You're listening to season two of Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, performers, and kids. Kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it so interesting and fun and sometimes strange. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, Sarah's mom and director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's Let's cue the music. Music. <laughs> we are here, and we're amazing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episodes of Kids Key the Music. I am, I am the greatest host ever made. She's the sidekick. She doesn't do anything important anymore. No, she's just, she's just there for the sake of being there. Otherwise, it's only my podcast. But what's your name? Who are you? We're the Misty Famous Azara Lane. And I am the, the Ansley. That's your middle name. To be exact. Okay. And, and Ansley Robin Lane. I am and just do. the humble mother of yes. Zara Lane. Trying to contain all the happiness that I'm myself famous. We have a fun episode for you today because today Zara is writing opera. So what? Did you know that? No. Today, um, Zara's writing opera, and here's what's going to happen. Zara, I'm going to give you the title of a famous opera. I'm going to tell you a few of the main characters well, Why should I make up my own opera, play the piano part for it, and put it and mash it in all sorts of kinds of different things, and then it's going to be amazing, and we can do, but we can use a jazz scat, so it's actually an opera. I feel like that's a different episode. Which sounds fun, but the yeah, one that we can do that today. next time, and she can over, we can overlap all the different sounds, like like Miss Thompson's daughter did. She overlapped sounds of her voice, and it sounded really cool. But today, what we're doing is, I'm going to tell you the name of an opera. I'm going to tell you. I get to make up what it sounds like. You get to make up what you think the story is. I'm going to tell you a couple of the main characters, and maybe part of the plot, and you will tell us what you think happens in the opera. And I shall tell you that a coin was taken. Up and they dropped it on the floor, but then they decided exactly. to swim through the sea and have a really fun time. Their eyes turned into coins and Are you they ready? spend it in money. Are you ready? The first one is called D. Zauberfloat, which I'm probably saying it wrong. I never say any of okay. things, right? But I'm there are five characters. It's called the, it's the Magic Flute by Mozart. There's Tamino. Actually, it's by me. There's Tamino, who is a prince. There's the Queen of the Night. There is Pamina. There's Queen Batterliner. There is Pamina, who is the Queen of the Night's daughter. Sarah St- Sarah Sarah Stracasto. Stracasto, <laughs> priest of the sun, and Papageno, a bird catcher. Okay, that's very weird. Okay, okay I'm gonna make those so, on wings of fire. Wait, hold on. Okay, but Tamino is lost in a foreign land with a magic flute. Magic bells and a bird catcher named Papagena. Okay, what so there's this boy. There's this tiny, tiny boy. His name is Tamino. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna put this in the story form. Yeah. Once upon a time, in the land of cheese, there was a guy named Tamino. He was a prince, and he had some kind of magic flute. I'm not sure, but with that magic flute, he turned the land into cheese, and so he could eat cheese because he loved cheese. But then he went to the castle. The only thing that was not cheese, it was made of glass. The Queen of Night sought that. Her name was Nita, and she just sought that for some really random reason. So the Queen of Night's castle was made of glass, but it was not a breakable glass. 
it eats, it instantly shudders into tiny pieces. Anyway, there was somebody, and her name was Panina. This happens to be the queen's daughter. And she had a priest. A priest just so happens to be the place of sun. And her name, Papagino, a bird catcher. Now, Papagino just happened to catch birds. Because the birds were standing very still on the cheese. Because Tomino had turned it all into cheese. Anyway, not that I love cheese that much. I don't like cheese on itself, but I guess birds do because birds seem to be eating it by itself. I really don't know why. Okay, so it all starts with... That was just an introduction to the characters. So with, when he turned it into a cheese, there was one thing, one thing that wasn't cheese. That was... The castle of the castle of gloss on the person who ruled it was the Queen of Knights, which of course ruled it. How does it end? Her daughter Panima Panina had turned evil. And she was now trying to break through the glass cage that she was stopped. What country are they in? This is an interesting accent. I really don't know what accent that is actually. (laughs) I don't I'm not sure a cross between British and German or something. Oh okay. Anyway, so she was evil and she stuck and she was stuck in the cage of glass that her, that her mother had given her. So, that, <laughs> so she would not try to break all the that fragile glass things all through the castle. No, go up, please. I need to do this. Okay. So, Sarastor, the priest of sun, came to capture and take back Babino. She succeeded. went back to their castle, which was made of cushions. Yeah, it was made of cushions. Actually, no, it was made of tiny eraser bits. Okay, so their <laughs> castle was made of eraser bits. They went back. She made a little sun. The sun was shining on their castle alone. It, the sun was the entire ceiling, except nobody could, touch, could look at the ceiling or else they'd be blinded. Anyway, Papagano. A bird catcher came to the rescue to take back Pamina. And since she was evil, he had to do what he had to do. He called Tamino, a prince, and told him to make her into a solitary piece of cheese. And how's it end? He turned Pamina into a piece of cheese. And mice came to eat her, so she died. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but history has to go the way history has to go. I guess so. Okay, that's Sarah's version of the magic flute. What is the real magic flute actually about? I actually really, really want to know about this special magic flute. I am so glad that you asked. Tomino is alone in the woods, running from a deadly serpent. He faints, but is saved by the attendance of the Queen of the Night, called the Three Ladies. Oh, wow. However, so, the Queen of the Night is kind of the... Oh, wait. The attendants of the, th- the Queen of the Night. They're called the Three Ladies. However, when he wakes up, he first sees Papageno and thinks he saved him. Then he comes. The Three Ladies return and give Tomino a picture of Pamina and tells him she has been kidnapped by Saras- <gasps> Saras- I can't pronounce it. Sarastro. Oh, that's, that's, that's exactly what happened in mine. She got kidnapped because Pamina was evil, but she was kidnapped for a good reason for her. Because Sarastro was actually 
was actually saving her. Okay, so he instantly falls in love with her picture and bows to save her. <laughs> the queen arrives and tells Tamino he can marry her daughter Pamina if he is successful in saving her. She gives him a magic flute and Pomegano magic bells to aid in their journey. They find Pamina in Sarastro's temple. Sarastro tells them he kidnapped Pamina from her evil mother because Pamina and Tamino are meant to be together. But he insists they undergo a series of trials to prove Tamino is worthy of marrying Pamina. If they are successful, Papageno will get a wife too. With the help of the magic flute, Tamino... Wait, who's Papageno? Papageno is uh, the bird catcher. Oh. With the help of the magic flute, Tamino and Pamina successfully complete the trials. Meanwhile, Papageno plays his magic bells and his wife, Papagena. Papageno, Papagena. Oh, there we go. Okay, Papageno is the bird catcher and Papagena is... Wait, wait. Is that wife. actually somebody in there? Papageno is a main character and Papagena is his wife. I thought I read it wrong, but anyway. Okay, the queen of the night is angered by everyone's love and success and tries to destroy the temple, but is cast out into the darkness. Whatever. There's a really famous piece of music that's, well, that's sung by the Queen of the Night. It's the most popular one, I think, from this opera. Okay, opera number two. L'Enfant et les Sautilèges, The Child and the Spells by Ravel. Characters. L'Enfant, he was a badly behaved child. L'Enfant means child. <laughs> a broken clock. Chairs, teapot, broken teacup, fire, the princess, a shepherd and a shepherdess, a little old man who loves math. Ooh, wow, that's weird. Two cats, various backyard animals, rock, grill, example, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. Okay. So, okay, it's my turn to come up with this. Let me just give you a little prompt. La flamme. A naughty child, enfant, is sent to his room. He throws a tantrum and destroys objects around him. <laughs> and what happens? After that happens, he turns evil and he escapes by kicking. Since he goes to karate, he's strong enough to kick and to kick a hole in the wall. So he kicks a hole in the wall. He doesn't even hurt his foot because he had barefoot feet. I mean, okay. And I don't. Wouldn't know. that make it hurt more if your feet were bare? Yeah, but when I went to Owen's Taekwondo birthday, I had barefoot. I was supposed to break a um. Break a small board or something with my foot. I didn't even get a sliver. Mm. It's pretty clean. It was just like, I just went like that and just went like, just yipper. So, okay, continue with the story. He breaks a wall with his bare foot. Yes, he breaks the wall with his bare foot. And there just happens to be a clock in the middle. A broken clock. And he took it. He enchanted it. He was evil. And he had lots and lots of magic to do with himself. And so, what he enchanted it, <laughs> starts acting. <laughs> so he enchanted it to make chairs, teapot, a broken teacup, fire. But the clock backfires. It turns him good. And so, he falls in love with this princess. <laughs> and her mom and dad are a shepherd and a shepherdess. <laughs> And her brother is an old man who loves math. And he gives two cats to her. Anyway, they have a huge tea party. And um, uh, he makes some various backyard animals, like a frog or a squirrel and something called an etc. And they, um, <laughs> they, 
They pick up coins. They pick up various coins, and they do lots of things with them. Like, they roll them across the table. They spin them around, and they do lots of different things with these coins. They're beautiful coins. It was a $2 coin that first brought peace to the earth. Okay, that's the story, and it's amazing because I think that you should totally and definitely do it. I would. I would go see that opera. Okay, here's what actually happens in the real opera. <laughs> a naughty child is sent to his room by his mother. He throws a tantrum that destroys the furniture and other objects around him. Burning much like mine. Furniture and dishes come to life to scold him for breaking them. The shepherd and shepherdess come out of his wallpaper. His homework becomes an old man and chorus of numbers. The princess pops out of his favorite storybook, and even the fire in the fireplace comes to life to scold the boy for causing them pain. His room then transforms into a garden full of animals and plants the boy is harmed. He tries to befriend them, but they are too mad about the injuries he has inflicted on them and shun him. What's shun? They, like, purposely ignore him. They turn away from him in anger. He cries out for his mom, and the animals try to attack him. But in all the chaos, a squirrel gets hurt. The boy bandages the squirrel's wound and collapses from exhaustion. The animals, seeing this act of kindness, take the boy back. Hey, everybody's being rude in this. Yeah. What's a shepherd and what's a shepherdess? I know what a shepherd is, and it's a guy who takes care of sheep. Yes. And shepherdess is a girl shepherd, I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Are you ready for opera number three? How many are there? There are only three. This is the third one. Ariadne of Naxos a Strasis. Yes. The composer. Prima Donna. So the Tenor. Wait, a dancing master. Okay, so those were the characters. Strauss is not a character. That's the composer. <laughs> the characters are, though, the composer... The prima donna, the tenor, Zerbinetta, and a dancing master. And Zerbinetta, Zerbinetta, is the leader of a comedy troupe. Okay. Okay, prompt. Don't don't give me any prompts. You don't want a prompt? Okay. Yeah, I don't want any prompts. No prompt for this one. We're about to start. One day, there was a composer sitting in his backyard playing on his outdoor piano. Yeah. He he called his um, outdoor piano the tenor, which means tenant. In some kind of other language. I'm not really sure if that's true, but um, yeah. Let's go with it. So, he always calls his outdoor piano tenor. And he always has to tune it because it's always raining. And then, since he writes such good music, that a dancing master named Zerbanetta bracket leader of the county group troop bracket. Okay. And, um, she calls um a song the prima donna, which means the primary donut. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent. Okay. Primary donut. Okay. And they make such a good show that the city song company promotes them. To be part of the best musical groups, arrive at home of richest man in Vienna to perform at his dinner party. And, yeah, they do a lot of stuff there. And this is a song that it was. (laughs) 
Okay, that was the song. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm really, really done. This seems like a very... Oh, I forgot that it was an opera. I don't even know. I want you to tell me what it actually was. Because I am very, very, very... <laughs> Okay, yeah, I can see the face you're making. <laughs> okay, so the, what actually happens in this opera is two musical groups arrive at the home of the richest man in Vienna to perform at his dinner party. First, a comedy troupe is led by the charming Zerbinetta. The other is an opera company that will be performing a new opera series, serious opera, called Ariadne of Naxos, written by the composer. The two groups fight over who will get to perform first, but are interrupted by the announcement that dinner has run late. So there's only time for one performance. And the host has requested both performances happen at the same time and be finished in time for the nine o'clock fireworks show. The composer refuses to make any changes to his opera, but Zerbinetta charms him and he agrees to merge the shows. That means combine them. I, wait, wait, wait. What about, what about the printed do the primary donut? Well, let's. Keep reading. The cast of the opera, Prima Donna, Primary um, Donut, <laughs> not actually Primary Donut. Prima Donna means like the, the first or most important woman and tenor. They try to convince the composer to save their parts and cut the other one from the show. The dancing master adds Arbinetta into the opera, but she has different ideas about the story than the composer. The composer gets very upset and storms off. So the second part of the opera is an opera within an opera. The prima donna and tenor perform the serious Ariadne of Naxos, while Zerbinetta and her comedians add their own singing and dancing. It sounds bananas. And that... So the composer is a new part of... The composer is... Yeah, the composer is a role within the opera. It's, he doesn't... He just go... He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't show up for it? Well, he doesn't perform in the opera within the opera because he wrote the opera... But he has, I feel like I would have been better off not hearing that. It's confusing, isn't it? I think I, I know, but I said that you saw it performed. That one's a bit of a confusing plot. Yeah, but I just don't like that one. Interesting. I, I mean, I like my own version more, but... Mm. Okay, okay. Like we are done, and we'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to go back to my video so I can see myself. We're going to see you tomorrow? I have a feeling that one might be more interesting if you actually saw it performed. It might be made more sense. Okay. So, guys, we're very happy for you being here. We're very happy for all that you have done <laughs> to support <laughs> us and to listen to us and to do lots of different things about ourselves, which doesn't really make any sense. But as I'm saying, what we're trying to say is for your support. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll see you next time on Kids, Kids, Music. We are done. Bye. See you next time on the next episode of Kids, Kids, Music. Thanks for listening to Kids, Kids, the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.